Come on, if, if he's done anything good for you, come on, give him praise this morning. Let the praises arise. Let God arise. Hallelujah. Thank you, King of glory. Thank you, King of glory. Oh, Sheba Baba. Hallelujah. Well, good morning. Everybody braved the weather to get here and all the, the, the fear-mongering that goes on with the weather networks and of the storm of 2018, and we made it. Say, I'm here, and I'm ready to receive my treasures. I, I believe there's treasures here today. I don't believe I'm capable of preaching this morning. <laughs> when you don't want an amen. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, too quick. When I'm supposed to be in two other places this morning. When Pastor Kevin, who never gives up his pulpit, he is he he lives to declare the word of the Lord. It's what he was designed for and purposed to come to this planet for such a time as this. Is, this is what he does because that's who he is and called to be. And for him, oh yeah, Kevin's always prepared, but when you've been preaching for 30 years, you have one or two things in the, in the fire. If you don't, you might as well be, you know, do something else. But yeah, drive taxi, which is, can be good money. Yeah. So I'm, I, I count it a privilege to be with you this morning. I was supposed to be in Hamilton, like uh, Pastor Kevin said. I was supposed to be in North Battleford. And, and I, I really felt that I was supposed to be in North Battleford as well. I really feel there's something on that. The, the greatest move of modern Christendom has, came out of this little insignificant uh, country city that affected the world. We're having the 70th year anniversary this year of the outpouring. You, you name a preacher, and, and I'll tell you that they were affected by North Battleford. T.D. Jakes, Kenneth Copeland, Billy Graham. I mean, nobody has not been affected by what happened in Canada Nobody was not affected. The, the apostolic, the, the prophetic, the, the re reestablishing of the laying on of hands and, 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 and to, to heal the sick and, and praise and worship and lifting of your hands. All, all of these things we rebirthed in our nation. Somebody say Canada. It's my time because I am a Canadian. Say I can. I can because I'm a Canadian. I have a calling on my life because I live in this nation. There is something that is in the fibers of our nation that is available to each and every person that lives in this nation. Do we have any problems in our nation? I'm an Indian. Yes, we do. No. Oh, Lord.
We have, we have some things we need to deal with. We, we have uh, some educational situations that are not positive. We, we have some leadership that, that are, seems like it's rowing against what God wants. There seems to be some issues. But I want to tell you, it's not too late and it's not over. That Christendom has changed the face of the world for 2,000 years. We have been making changes constantly, consistently for the good. Constantly. And we see a little hiccup here and a little hiccup there. And and all of a sudden we're willing to just throw in the towel and just say, well, I guess it's over. It's not over. It's not over. It's time to set out. It's time to get out. And it's time to get up. And it's time to get into what God has called for us to have. I want to tell you, I'm not preaching under my own strength. I'm, I'm preaching underneath an unction of the Holy Spirit this morning. I just want to tell you, according to Isaiah chapter 61, that, is, that it says that the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. Say, I am anointed to give good news. Say, I am anointed to give good news. I am anointed to give good news. I'm anointed to give good news. I am not ordained to release judgment and bad news. Not even fake news. Thank you for people that... I'm anointed by the Spirit of God. You have come into this realm to release answers and bring solutions to this world. That's who you are. You are not a problem to be solved. You are an answer that has been being delivered and shall be delivered and delivering solutions. There's one solution, and his name is Jesus Christ. I am not a motivational speaker, but hopefully I motivate you. I'm not a guru of great ideas. I'm a preacher of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is the answer for everything that you will ever need. Jesus is the name that is above everything. When you begin to understand the depth and the breadth of the name of Jesus and the love of Jesus, everything shifts and changes for you. When you declare good news, you're setting an atmosphere. You determine your days by the confession of your mouth. Say this after me. I will hear what Barry's saying, not what Barry's not saying. Say no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Shame, shut your face. Because when you begin to say things like that, and immediately people say, ah, shoot, I shouldn't be speaking like that. You're right. But is that the end of the day? No. Change the way you speak. Change the way you think.
Change your mentality. Change the, the way you view. Put your God goggles on and begin to see the way he sees you and sees your circumstances and sees your situation. He sees you high and lifted up. Be, uh, far above all principalities and powers. He sees you sitting at his right hand. He sees you victorious. He sees you through the blood of Jesus Christ. He sees you as perfect. He sees you as the redeemed. And we need to see ourselves. And what you see will envelop thee. What you see what you see, and you need to see him, and you need to see you in his perspective. I want to decree and declare over you that he wants to give you this morning the oil of joy for mourning, a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness, a crown of beauty for ashes, an oil of joy for mourning, and a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness or depression. The enemy has been trying to stop you from going to the next level. Guess what? The enemy is trying to stop Desert Stream from going to the next level. How many of you know this morning he's not going to be able to stop the ever-increasing kingdom of God in our lives or in our church or on our leadership in Desert Stream. Say, we are going to the next level. Period. Maybe exclamation mark. Maybe three. I'm going to the next level. But every time you are about to make an advancement, Every time you're about to be elevated to the next level, there's a spirit of assassination just before the elevation. Somebody's trying to stop you. Somebody's trying to contain you. Somebody's trying to hinder you. But I want to tell you, today we can make a decision. Today we declare and decree the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus Christ against every bit of the containment of the enemy. And I decree and declare today that we shall go to the next level. See this painting up right up here, this beautiful painting? This painting is called Joshua. I asked Bonnie the last couple of times she's painted. I think it was last week or two weeks ago, it was Deuteronomy. Two weeks ago, it was Deuteronomy. Very apropos. Do, anyway. This week, it's Joshua. This, the painting's name is Joshua. And I said, well, I can't ignore that. I have to flow out. I want to tell you, there are treasures that we are going to pick up here in the next 20 minutes that will change your life. God has set things up this morning to be a surprise attack. To be, you were not supposed, I was not supposed to be here today. Not that I am so special, even though I am. 
but you're so special. Who are you that God is mindful of you and has made you just below him and crowned you the crowning glory of all of his creation? Who is man? Who are you that he is mindful of you? I want to tell you, he has a plan and a purpose for you. In Joshua chapter 3, the Bible says that they camped in the valley of Moab in a cursed ground. Children of Israel are about to go across and possess their promised land. They're about to get their inheritance. I want to tell you, you're about to get your inheritance. I tell you this morning, you're about to get your inheritance. You're about to get what you've been plowing for. You're about to get what God paid for. It's about time that God gets what he paid for. He paid for your deliverance. He paid for your salvation. He paid for your healing. He paid that you would have joy in this world, that you would have joy even in your circumstances. He paid for your peace that passes all understanding. He paid for these things by the precious blood and the body sacrifice. And it's about time that God gets what he paid for. It's about time that God gets what he paid for. It's about time. Can you hear me this morning? This is not rhetoric. This, this is not, this is a decree and a declaration that it's your season to receive the harvest of the Lord. It's your season to receive the inheritances of the Lord. And he wants to give it to you more than you want it. He gave, he gave his life. He shed his blood so that you could have accessibility to the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Joshua chapter 3. They camped in the valley of Moab. Why is that important? The valley of Moab is a cursed land. The Bible says that he says, set out. From the acacia grove, set out, raka. It means march forward out of the shittim grove, the acacia grove. Set, march forward out of the cursed valley. It's time to march out of the curses. And it's, about to, it's time to march into the promises. It's time to march out of, it's time to set out or ma march forward out of the negative circumstance, out of the hereditary curses, out of the lies of your past, out of the... It's time to set out from that place of containment. Time to set out. It's time to get up. It's time to dust off. And it's time to go in. It's time to march out of 
the circumstantial evidence. Come on, there, there, there are circumstances that are screaming. Because the, what the devil does is he illuminates to your eyes and he amplifies to your ears the circumstances that you see yourself in. And, he, and he's trying to grab your attention. He's trying to get you off of the path. He, he's trying to get you to focus on something other than what he predestined for you to have. Say no more distractions. Say fight, fight distractions and take the harvest. Say it's my time to fight the distractions and to take my harvest. He's trying to distract you with the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. He's, try, he's trying to just wave over here and bark real loud and growl real mean and get you to go back and recoil back to who you were. You get back to that comfortable place. And I, and I want to tell you, it's not time to recoil. And I'm, I'm, I've come here to remember you. I've come here this morning to remember you. I want to tell you, I can't do it without his grace. You can't do it without his grace. We need the grace of God. God is able to make all of his grace abound to you so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound. I need his grace. We can't do this thing without his enabling power. I need him. I need his presence. I need his will. I need his peace. I need his joy. I need his strength. I, I am a very needy person. Don't ask Tammy. She was too quick to amen that too. We are in need of him. If I'm to say something here this morning is that we need to remember who we are. Because we're remembering who we were. Not in our old sinful nature. But I want you to back up all the way back to when you were with God. In Jeremiah chapter 1. Verse 5, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. I want to remember you this morning. I want to bring back together the members of your being, the members of your call, the member who you truly are called to be. Say, I am remembering today. Re means to turn and, and go back. And, and when you remember, you're, you're putting your life back together. Not your life according to your own schemes and not according to the hereditary curses, not according to the life, not according to the frailty of your flesh or the failures of your past, but according to who you were, that when you were in God before time began. 
we are remembering today. We are remembering. I want to be the one he knew. I want to be the one he knew. I want to be. I want to remember. I want, the, I want the DNA of God's design to be remembered and, and to come back. And I, I want to, the, the cognitive thought. I, I want to, to understand. I, I want to know. I want to know the one he knew. He just said, I know that we're just getting this concept, but can you say, I want to know the one he knew? Something that we have to understand is that the circumstantial evidence in this temporary realm is, feels really real. The temptations feel really real. The sicknesses feel really real. The depression feels really real. The opposition feels really real. But I want to tell you, they are still false evidence about reality. We don't deal with just mere facts according to the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm. We don't deal, we don't look to the facts, we look to the truth. There's a difference between the fact of cancer and the truth that is higher and weightier and more powerful that by his stripes we were healed. And we don't look at people differently just because they're struggling. Huh. Just say that one more time. Given someone what they need the most at a time they deserve it the least, a great personal cost to the giver. Giving somebody what they deserve the least. No, how do you say it again? Well, okay, giving somebody what they need the most at a time they deserve it the least. Giving somebody what they need the most at a time that they deserve it the least, at gr a great personal cost to the giver. We do not, we do not shoot our wounded. We don't marginalize the people that are struggling. We come alongside them as brothers and, and sisters. What, what is that Greek word we got last week? Parakaleo. Parakaleo. Come alongside them and lift them up. Our job as the body is to come alongside each and every, every person in our body and lift them up to a new level. It, there's another word called parakletos. That's the word of the comforter. It's the one that comes alongside you. It's the, it's the definition of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the one that comes alongside you for the purpose of lifting you up to a new level. The, the parakletos and the parakleo. When we get together, we're called the church. 
come on. We're called the church, and we are the most powerful force on this planet. We are the most powerful force on this planet. You can change anything. There are obstacles. There are really things that get in our way that are trying to contain you. Joshua chapter 3. He says, set out from the acacia grove. Set out or march forward. Say, I am anointed for a breakout. Say, launch out and go across. In three days, sanctify yourself so for you are about to go across and possess your promised land. It's time to march out of the curses and time to march in to the promises. It's time to march out of the problem and time to march into the promises. He's making a way for me. His blood has made a way for me. I am making a way for me by the praises coming out of my mouth. I am creating a way. He has created a way, and I'm speaking and decreeing and declaring the goodness of the Lord, and I'm marching out of my problems. I'm marching out of my circumstances. I'm marching out of my situation. I'm marching into. But this is the problem. We have the, the Jordan. The Bible says at harvest time, say, it's my harvest time. At harvest time, the Jordan would overflow its banks. Say, I am being remembered. Say, I am being put back together according to God's design. At harvest time, the banks would overflow. We are going to the next level. I'll say that again because... Testing one, two, testing three, four. We are going to the next level. One more time, maybe. Three for a quarter. We are going to the next level. We're going to the next level. Not with or without you. We're going to the next level together. No one left behind. Paracleo. Coming alongside each other. Going for it. It's not an option. With or without you, you too. Not an option. At harvest time, your opposition is always greater. There's more arguments with your spouse. Not Tammy and I. 
finances, health conditions, every little distraction trying to stop you from believing the word of God concerning your life. There, there are promises that you are about to possess, but you got to keep standing. you got to keep marching. Just keep marching. I, I, you, may, you, may be, you may even be like this, and, and then you might like, and then you might be like this, and then you might be. But just keep marching. Keep standing. Keep going. And what you are facing right now is the attempted assassination before your inevitable elevation that you are about to possess everything that God called for you to have. I'm here to remember you this morning. I'm here to get your, your thoughts connected with his purpose. I'm remembering your purpose with your mind. At harvest time, at harvest time, the, the opposition gets greater. The banks overflow. So they're about to cross over, and God decides that they're about to cross over at a divinely de designed time when, when the opposition is the greatest. Thanks, Dad. How many know that, how many people are getting to understand that he does not do things with many chariots? He doesn't do things with a strong arm of the flesh. He doesn't do things. He uses the weak to confound the wise. Exhibit A. Where you are the weakest, his grace is made perfect in that area of your life. You just have to know it. You just have to give mental assent, and you just need to decree and declare and call it into your life. It's available, made available to you. His grace. His grace. To propel you. Because that opposition is nothing more than a backdrop to show forth his brilliance and platform you. What you're going through does not define you, but merely gives you a grace to platform you so that you can be propelled and be an answer to a greater abundance of people. I'll end with this. John chapter 17. This is the prayer that Jesus prayed. This is not the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. But this is actually the prayer that Jesus prayed to the Father. John chapter 17, verse 5, and he says, And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you 
before the world was. And now, O oh Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. For us to go across and for us to go to the next level, we need to remember who he knew. Jeremiah chapter five, or chapter one, verse five. Before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. Wow. Jesus was slain before the foundations of the earth, the Bible says in Revelation. If Jesus was slain, if the lamb was slain before the foundations of the world, that makes him your answer before he was your savior. What does that mean? You are never in a place where there's not an answer. You're never in a place where there's not a solution. Because he knew you before you were born. And he sanctified you by his blood before you were in your mother's womb. You came here. We came here as answers. We came here with solutions. We must remember today who we are in Christ Jesus. We must remember who we are as answers to the city. And we must, like Pastor Kevin said, we must paracleo. We must come alongside each other. We must love, we must love on each other. We, we must encourage each other. We, 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 must, we must be the church. It's time for the church to arise. It's time for us to take our place. We're, we're having a conference in this April. I would suggest that every one of you come out and, and hear because we Desert Stream is going to another level. And we need every, every bit of resource that we can get. We need each other more than we've ever needed each other before. And we need to come alongside each other and be like Holy Ghost. So for us, to, because there are, real, there are real oppositions. There are real things trying to take you out. There are real things that are, that are trying to happen to, uh, in your life to contain you. I wanna, but I want to tell you, there, there is a greater grace on our lives to arise and shine and be the answer to this realm. Amen? So stand with me this morning. Thank you for your grace, Dad. Thank you for your grace, Dad. Thank you for today. Thank you, Dad. It's 10 to. You, you probably shouldn't leave because the Baptists are just getting to Swish LA. So you're going to be standing in line.
But I just want to release you. I just thank you for adding your faith this morning. Um, believing. I just want to, I want to say thank you for standing. Thank you, thank you for standing and thank you for believing. Well, that's not much. You don't know what's been assailed against you to try to stop you. Many of us have a hint here and there. <laughs> but I want to guarantee you, take it to the bank, that if you keep standing and you keep marching, you will go to the next level. That everything that's come against you to try to stop you is not bigger than the blood of Jesus Christ or his name. That God is more than able. So I don't, I don't necessarily know everything you're going through this morning, but Pastor Kevin and Mark and I and the elders and people on the intercessory team would love to pray with you this morning. I want to encourage you to, to march forward. To march out. To set out of your past. Don't stay. Don't stay in that sin that so easily ensnares you that Pastor Kevin talked about last week. Don't stay in the past. Don't stay in the lie. so many good things that God has prepared for us in this season. So we just want to make the altars available to you. I just, I'm just going to pray, and after I pray, you're welcome to come forward, or you can come forward right now. But if you need a breakthrough, if you need a breakout, if you need somebody to agree with you, I believe this is your morning that God wants to elevate you out of and elevate you into. So Father God, thank you for everything that you're doing in Desert Stream. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, Lord God. Thank you for everything you're doing in the world. Thank you for what you did, Lord God. Our faith is in what you did for us. Our faith is in the blood. Our faith is in the resurrection. Our faith is in the name of Jesus. Our hope is in tomorrow. Our hope is in today. But our faith is in what you did, Jesus. And I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over each and every one of us today. And we thank you, Father, for the accessibility granted today. In Jesus' name, Father, I'm asking that this week, Lord God, the reign of your, of your glory would Father God, be released to all of us this week. Father, the gaze of your love, Father, that, that we would receive from you this week, Lord God, your presence. We ask this, Father God, in, in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you want prayer, just come on forward this morning, but be released and have a great, great week.